Hey, everybody, you're listening to the Biscuits and Gravy Show. I'm Jason Kurtman. As we record and broadcast, you uh, may have heard this again if you're listening live. It is March 22nd, and I'm I'm Jason Kurtman. Over there, within great throwing distance of me, I don't dare throw the toilet paper, <laughs> is my lovely wife, Sarah. Oh, you better not, or else you're in serious trouble, right. and you have to make the next trip hey. to Walmart. Yes, that's okay. <laughs> Across the country is my good friend, Jim, more fun than a barrel of monkeys, Nelson. How are you doing, Jim? Yay! And social Jim. distancing champion. Yes. Yeah, social... All right. <laughs> hey, they, ought to, they ought to write a country song about Jim called "I Was Social Distancing When Social Distancing Wasn't Cool." <laughs> I was social distancing when it wasn't cool. That, who was it? One of the uh, Mandrell sisters. I was country before when country, country was cool. When country, yeah. Barbara cool. Darlene Bar- or Charlene? I think it was Barbara Mandrell. Probably that song. Barbara. Barbara was the one that was the. And she was right. She was country before it was cool. And I, I don't think country music is cool anymore. I used to. I used. I to- don't know. There's there's some parts of it. I was talking with somebody earlier today, and there's some there's some country. Okay, bluegrass. Bluegrass is country. Bluegrass is cool. It's country, Blue- and it stayed bluegrass. true to its roots. I believe too. It, right. You know, Alison Krauss came up in conversation today, and it's just like, yeah, this is, you need to hear this. This will change your life. And it was somebody that did, had never heard of Alison Krauss before. Really? Really? Absolutely. They they must have been social distancing from way back when. Yes. Uh, it could be. So, <laughs> could be. Who knows? No, hey, Robert, how you doing? Who's Robert? Uh... Close, close, and good friend of the family. Oh, okay, okay, both, sure. huh? That's rare yes. in your case. No, I'm just it kidding. Is rare in my yeah, case. People that know me don't stick around. <laughs> I know you, and I stuck around, Jim. What does that say about me? <laughs> well, he picked, he picked up a weirdo. Sarah, would you like to fill the folks in about that? <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. I got nothing. So it's all good. It's all good. We're we're just we're all a barrel of monkeys. That's all. Yes. That's, you know, weirdos so. and monkeys alike. Yes. Yep. I I, I practice. I practice suicide humor. What's that mean? Suicide humor is, is I might be making fun of you, but there's no way that I escaped. You're going to sit there and go, wait, he didn't he didn't turn out very well in that either. I think that that doesn't make any sense. And everybody's used to like, I take the shot at you to make me look good. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Self-deprecating humor intimidates no one so if i'm gonna take a shot at you i'm ju- i'm gonna grab you in a great big bear hug and jump off the cliff with you gotcha no one survives my jokes okay so you're a lemming right yes well i guess a kamikaze awesome. lemming maybe i don't know kamikaze lemming please do, please describe this word lemming. Let's go. you've never heard of lemmings no i don't think so uh think of like they're little critters small rodents in yeah, over and, in Europe somewhere, Scotland, maybe? Oh, yes. And okay. every year or something like that, they... High-class rodents. They're from Europe. Got it. Okay. But, yes, they're stuck well, up, love <laughs> Yes. They may be esoteric, but however, they decide once a year or however many years apart to go take a flying leap off of a cliff. It's Oh, like yeah, I have heard of rats that do that in Europe. That must be the rats I heard about. No, no comment. I don't know. Hey, I'm okay. just thinking that'd be a good show title: "The Rats I Heard About." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Except that they didn't. They're, they're not rats. They're a unique. Uh, they're a unique. They're a unique little. They're critter. small rodents and, found in near the Arctic tundra biomes. 
rats of an unusual name. There yes. we go. Yeah. Insert your own Prince's Bride jokes there, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes, because Anybody I mean... got a peanut? Oh, hey, yeah. Yes. Siberian brown lemmings, too. There we go. Siberian brown lemmings. Lifespan, 12 that, months. That almost sounds like a lemon brownie there, almost. But I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm a little hungry. I got a little bit of food on the mind, I guess. I don't know. Do you ever have any of those bacon brownies? No. no but I have had bacon ice cream. Uh, I tried it. You know, because people were like, oh, you got to try this, you got to try this. I tried it, and I'm like, eh. My personal opinion is bacon that belongs with eggs and not really much on anything or with anything else. Maybe Mm. a side of pancakes, but I don't really care for even bacon on my burgers. Well, I I do have a friend who's got a, a recipe for bacon relish. Ooh. Really? And that... I'm I'm waiting for some of that. He says he's going he's going to hook me up with some bacon relish, and that sounded amazing. You'll have to get back um, with us and tell us how that was. Yes, yes. and then I will take your word for it. Yes, yeah. I because guess we I won't. I don't think I'll be sharing. Are you Are you ready to to play the secret word game? Yes, yes. Yeah, indeed. we're gonna play the secret word game. This this might be a little challenging. I don't know. I tried to come up and, with some. And clues. we do have some uh, some auto business. Yes, we will. We will do that as soon as we take care oh, okay. of the secret word game. This is for our okay. listeners. And how this works is, I'm gonna mute Jim's headset, and then he will um, not be able to hear me give you the secret word. We come back on. I give Jim a couple of clues. See if he guesses the secret word. If he does. Uh, you will win at least a rubber chicken, maybe something else. Um, it won't be toilet paper, I promise you that, but it'll be something <laughs> of at least the value of a rubber chicken or more. Because okay. if we had any, we'd be keeping it for That's ourselves. That's right. Very much. Yes, it's called the Biscuits and Gravy and Toilet Paper Program. No, 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 no. no We're no, not no, changing no, no, our no, no, name. No. TP Sweepstakes. Yeah, there you, you go. That should be our new content. And visiting you. Yes, we'll send you a JPEG no, via email. You won't be getting a giant check. You're going to be getting a little roll. Yes. Oh, drum roll, please. Okay. <laughs> so, I, on the count of three, I'll mute Jim's headset, and I will give the audience the secret word. All you'll have to do is email me at ourfantasticwebsite at gmail.com. Tell me, episode 98, wherein Jim said the, wor- the the secret word, whether it was in the clue or somewhere else in the show. Even which is? Which is what? The show? Episode no, 98. The, what, what's, what's the secret word? Well, I word? can't tell you. i got to mute your mic on the count of three. Are you ready? Well, one, what fun is that? Two. <laughs> it's fun for everybody three. else. Three. <laughs> one, two, three. Folks, the secret word is bleach. The secret word is bleach. Okay, Jim, are you ready for some clue? I'm ready for some clue. Something you might put in your sink. Uh, Drano. Okay, no. Something uh, that rhymes with a certain fruit. Oh, see, if you'd said it rhymed with fishes, I would have something. Right, Um, no. That rhymes with a certain fruit. That's rather vague. Um, okay. This one comes from Georgia a lot. You didn't have to do that. Uh, I've got I, other clues here for I, I felt like so being it generous. With peaches. Mm, yeah, in a roundabout sort of way. Okay, next well, I, next clue. Makes, makes me want to say dishes. But no. That, that's no. why I was going with fishes. Something you might put in your hair, especially if you're from California. A fruit you put in your hair from Georgia, but California. 
in your hair. In your hair, it's, in California, it's in your hair. In Georgia, it's in the trees. Yeah. But it rhymes with what's in the trees. In California, you actually put it in your hair. Right. You can pour it down um, your sink. It, they did it a lot in the 1950s. Well, the only thing that comes into my head is dippity doo, but I have no okay. idea what that does with You might sense. put it in your washing machine. That's a. You might put. Oh, oh borax? <laughs> I, uh, okay. I, I really thought he was going to get oh, it. Oh, come on, Jim. Uh, come on, go back to the Georgia one. Rhymes Georgia, with. Peaches. Rhymes Pe- with peaches. Okay. No, it doesn't rhyme with peaches. And then it goes in your. Comes in a gallon. Laundry. Goes into your laundry. What do you put in your laundry? Tide. Keep going. This is a generic name for one of those brands that you're giving. Oh, for Pete's sake. Uh, Rhymes. Yes, rhymes with Pete. Rhymes with peaches. No, it doesn't. It does not rhyme with peaches. Rhymes with peach. It, It rhymes with the singular version of the word peaches. It's no longer on the shelves anymore. It's oh, no man. longer on the shelves. I. Oh man. Uh uh-uh. uh. It ain't happening. I cannot believe this. You are gonna kick yourself all the way <laughs> you to the are laundry room. I... You. Yes. Okay. Okay. Bleaches. You're close. What's the singular word for peaches? Peach. What's the singular word, word for what you just said? said? Bleach. There you go. Yay! Yay! Give, give him a drum roll. Sorry, you got a sound effects for him or something over there. Do you have one ready? Maybe not. Wah, there you go. Wah, no, you got wah. it. She's giving you an applause right now. Oh, goodness. We really worked for that one. Uh, yes, yes, we did. So anybody emails us with, he said it in the clues, episode 98, the word was bleach, you'll win a prize if you already have a rubber chicken. You won't get another one, I promise. Or possibly a action figure from the anime action TV show by the same name. Huh? Bleach. Oh, there was a... Ha ha! Oh, okay. He's messing with my head now. Now I'm messing with you. Now we better get to the business. Because it's also bleach. Not the dishes, the business. Here comes the business. Are you ready? I am ready for the business. You going to give me the business? I'm going to give you the business. Both barrels, both fists. Whoa. Wow. I'll, I'll even wear a surgical mask. I'll give you the business. Whoa. Okay. Here comes. Special thanks to our executive consultant, Mr. Rodney, the tap dancing fool, Barden. Awesome. Yep. He does a lot for us and keeps in contact with the show and uh, help just helps us in our general promotions. Uh, you can find us right now, Sunday nights, uh, live at 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. We refer to that as gym time. On two different websites, ourfantasticwebsite.com and vintagebiscuits.com. They're actually the same website, just two different uh, names. And then we're also on the Biscuits and Gravy Bunch Facebook page. Now, if you really want to keep up with us, that's that's the place to be. That's that's where all the cool people hang out, I'm telling you right now. And, uh, Jim, I will also tell you right now, we're at 485 members. Whoa! Yeah. So and, doing, and we didn't even violate the uh, the governor's edict on that. No, we didn't have to go out and drag him in by the hair, or the, <laughs> the limb, by or by any limbs or anything. We just we just threw this out there, and people said, "Hey, can we be part of your really cool group?" And so because after, we're really cool, and at, it's a group. Yeah. Now I'll tell you, there's three. There's a couple of questions like, "Where are you from? What's your favorite food? And do you promise to agree by our rules?" Which is keep it clean. Um, 
some people don't even answer those questions, and I let them in anyway. That's 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 how non-selective we are. This isn't Robin Masters' estate here. You can <laughs> Magnum, Magnum. PI, Magnum PI fans will get that. Yes. So we, we we'll let anybody in, just about. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, we also have a rubber chicken club. If you uh, are fortunate enough to win one of our famous and expensive rubber chickens, uh, then you're automatically inducted into the Rubber Chicken Hall of Fame Club. And we will, uh, if you send us a picture of you and your rubber chicken and your family, and maybe even put that clip on our fantastic website.com. So uh, don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. I was told today we got a rate and review. Uh, from another podcaster. Uh, I haven't had a chance to read it yet. He told me he rated and reviewed it, and usually it takes about 24 hours for that to come in. So I'm looking forward to getting that and seeing what he said about us. So he told me it was a five-star rating, so I I think what he said about us was pretty good. I mean, have you ever given anybody five stars for something and said, yeah, it was really bad? No. The only reason I gave him five was because, um, you know, I wanted... I thought it was a scale of 1 to 100 or something. <laughs> I don't know. So, um, we are on as we speak right now on the Leading Edge Radio Network, Apex Radio, and Q-Star FM. Now, I want to tell you something. In the morning, when you're at work, sitting at your computer, as honestly most of us are now, those of us who can work at home, uh, you can pull up an extra window on the side and listen to Q-Star FM. Um you can find a link to their website on ours, and I'll tell you, Steve Jarrett there got a pretty good show in the morning. And uh, uh, it's late morning, runs into early afternoon, and uh, he he's kind of Sarah. You think you picked up a weirdo? Let me tell you, this guy and this yeah. guy and I, we we could have, and I'm saying this in the nicest complimentary way as I possibly can. Uh, we can have a weirdo competition. Oh, so yeah, wow, yeah. I might have to. We might have to see about that. What we can do for like a little competition on the air. My question so, is: Is what games are involved in a weirdo competition? Well, um, I guess it would take a weirdo to figure that out. I don't know. I don't um, know. I'm not well, volunteering. Okay. Well, but you. Do you think I'm a weirdo? You of can be. Course. Well, okay. Does it take one to know one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Aha. <laughs> I caught her in her own words. Also, we're on. No, I signed the waiver, honey. Yes, you did. So, all right. Good talk. It's called a marriage license. Yeah. <laughs> so it cannot be held culpable for the weirdness pr- proposed or acted upon by my dearly now, beloved. I got to. No, let, yes. let me interrupt right here. We got to finish the nice business. Nice one, Jim. We have to finish the business. We're also okay. heard on Good Talk Radio. Yes. Which is in Republic, Missouri. No, I'm sorry. Good talk radio. I got that really. That's how much of a weirdo I am. That's in Phoenix, Arizona. Mm. KKTY Tiger Country Radio is in Republic, Missouri. Yay, and, that, and that's the truth the of tigers. it. And that's the business, and that's the way it is. And that's the rest of the story. Yes. Now that I got that all the way, I'm going to take a drink out of my uh, 100 years of All American Food A&W mug, ice water. Yay. Yeah, good stuff. The root beer isn't half bad either. In fact, it's marvelous. So. I do like the root beer. I, I drink the diet root beer. They, you, they the, used to have it out of the tap. They don't have it out of the tap over there anymore. They're in Alamogordo. Oh, well, you remember when they used to bring it to you in gallon jugs? I do not re- recall this, no. Oh, yeah. So you used to come up and you used to park your car at the, what is it? That Sonic has now. Where the, the drive up. Yeah. The, little, the drive up, yeah. you know, and the the 
people would come with roller skates and deliver your hot dogs and <laughs> yeah speaking of food we got to talk about our sponsor oh of course our sponsor is jim hit that beautiful maestro sponsor music Ba-da-da-da-da. our sponsor is mcdonald's where sarah and i both enjoyed a big mac today she had some fries with hers and a large coke yes i, I think i think corporate finally got onto the Geminator, but they don't want to give me credit no oh, how dare they well, well, well. Uh, a certain person that is dear to all of us, and Miss Shirley, and 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 Mister Lon there, uh-huh. they went off to Mickey D's. Yeah, and they got themselves. Or, or I, I think, I think she told me that she ended up getting what they're calling the Mini Mac. Oh, oh, oh really? Which is almost a Geminator, but not quite there. But they need to call it the McGeminator. The Mc. I think they need to. Yeah, they need to call it the Geminator. That would no, 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 automatically no. add. The, the Mick McGeminator. I'll, I'll, ah. I'll take it. Fair enough. I'll, I'll take second second billing to you know. It you is can, their restaurant, you, I guess. You could be you know. Irish and Scottish at once. No, oh. Scottish is Mac M A C. Right. Well, that's true. Yeah. Okay. Don't so, don't, don't tell the McDonald's the Campbells are in the house because she's a ruining my jokes. Thing there. Oh First, yeah, no kidding. Because no Campbells will come out. I mean, especially well, after. Campbells and the McDonald's were like. The Hatfields and the McCoys of Scotland. Really? Oh, okay. Ah, oh, I thought oh, yeah. you were talking soups and burgers here for a minute. No, I didn't know no, 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 Okay, that right there. Okay, yeah. I got to lower some mics here. I can tell, obviously. <laughs> you guys are way too wound up for tonight. There's Jim's mic. There's Sarah's. And I'm like a foot away. You're, it's your own fault, too, because you got me a Coke. <laughs> I got to label these these things on the mixer again. My ah. little Post-it notes came off. Oh, so, dear. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we, we had us a couple of good Big Macs today. Pretty, pretty tasty. Yeah. So... Uh, anybody have any shout-outs? I don't. I'll shout-out my in-laws. Haven't done that in a while. Shirley and Lon Hake, they're a fantastic family. Mm-hmm. Yes, and, they uh, are. my mom and dad. Yeah, your mom's been listening. She has. I set her up on her, on her first smartphone. Uh-oh. And, uh, and she's been... Yeah, she's dangerous now. Um, and... and she, she's figuring that thing out, and pretty soon the NSA is going to be in trouble because she's going to be like hacking the NSA with her phone, going ha 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 ha. She's probably got you know like ways on and police scanner, and she's looking for the cops out there on the road, you know, so she didn't break the speed limit or anything. Hmm. Well, I could. I'm definitely going to give a shout out to my in-laws, of course, because oh. who could go wrong there? Okay. Since we're well, giving shout outs nice to parents. <laughs> Yeah, that my dad doesn't. He listens every now and then, but he's a busy man. Well, I guess he is. He, he's a very busy. You knew my dad, right, Jim? Me? Yes, <laughs> yeah, you absolutely. Was, considering no, he love. took a class yes. from him, yeah, I would assume. Liked it so well, I took it twice. That's yeah, my story. <laughs> yeah, I am hey, you know, it. my dad is the kind of guy that he can intimidate somebody when he's not even trying, and Jim will attest to that. It's true. Yeah, the, see, he, I told you he would. So. He, he, he had this thing where he, he kind of, he, he kind of had this. I don't know. It's like a southern, 
slack jaw thing going on where it's like he's about to say something and you don't know what he's about to say but, but you, you know you're about as, to be in trouble and he's as good as ef hit hutton because when he speaks everybody, everybody listens, listens. That's, and that's true yeah. i will never forget one time jim you and i went to this private college up in michigan and it was a kind of an un, unwritten rule an um something that was expected but never we were never told we had to do it but when the professors would give role they would call the name and when they got to your name didn't matter who you were you said you responded with here sir you remember that right yeah yeah one time in class and we were about halfway through the year somebody in my dad's class now imagine this everybody's going through the line he's calling their name here sir here sir here sir and somebody says present and my dad went to the next name and he stopped himself and he said, let me say something right here. There's a way we do things. And when we start changing the little things, we'll eventually start changing the big things. So I'm going to try this again. And he called the gentleman's name again. And the kid responded, here, sir. And everybody went, amen. <laughs> do you remember that incident? I think I do. Oh, I'll never forget it. Because, I mean, it got quiet. It was, you know, it was like an E.F. Hutton moment. It got real, real quiet. So... There, yeah, and, and my dad just has a way that, uh, of carrying himself. He doesn't try to intimidate anybody, but he, he just has that personality, that dignity about him that it is a little bit intimidating. I, I kind of, you can't help but have a natural respect he, for somebody like that, even if you don't he, he care for him. In, he, he walks in the room with a, not just a gravitas, but like, I, I wish the word legitimacy had a toss to it. You know, I mean, it's like le, le, legititas. He, legititas. He, he, he carried he carried himself with the legitimacy and a gravitas that if 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 you weren't on the right side with him, you knew you were on the wrong side of everything else. Yeah, that's kind of how you felt. Yeah, yeah. Um, I remember one time, jokingly, before uh, a couple of days before a test, I was in my dad's office and I said, "Hey, Dad." Why don't you give me the answers to the test? He said, well, here are some of the questions that are going to be on the test and the multiple choice answers to it. And I was like, Dad, is this the test? He's like, yeah, it's kind of the test, kind of a study guide, too. You know, I was like, Dad, I can't believe you're giving this to me. He goes, I'd give it to anybody that asked for it to study by. He says, you're the only one that's ever asked me for it. <laughs> and you were joking. And I was joking. So I went back and I was like, hey, guys, I, I got I got a study guide. You know, I didn't say this. These are the answers of the test because that could get us. But I knew it was. I said, my dad gave me a study guide. It's going to have all these questions here. Some of them might be on the test. And so I started helping people study. And I was real popular with a couple of girls at that time. Um, <laughs> and then somebody's after the test, I remember somebody saying, your dad gave you the answers to the test. I said, well, he, he didn't tell me which was the answers. He gave me a list of possible answers that would be on it. He says, well, he gave them to you, huh? I said, yeah, but in all fairness, he'd have given them to you, too, if you'd asked. And so after that point, I think a few more people started asking him for it. Hey, do you have one of those study guides? <laughs> so that's the way I remember it. I'll put it that way. I'll, I'll make a disclaimer on that. But uh, Western Civ. Yeah. I, I always had a geography teacher who, as we were going through notes, would tell us to asterisk this and that and that and this. And then we always knew what was going to be oh, on the test. Oh, that's one way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. My dad used to joke. He said he'd, he'd pour his heart and soul into this lecture, you know. 
and be teaching about something. He'd be really into it. Just pour himself out so much that he was almost sweating. He'd get done and ready to dismiss the class. He'd say, is there any questions? Um, somebody would raise their hand and go, is any of this going to be on a quiz? <laughs> he never, he never right. was too happy with that. <laughs> He's like, yeah, all of it. <laughs> so, hmm. anyway. Uh, Jim, do you got any jokes for us? Uh, let's see here. I, I'm going to relieve everybody with well, the foreknowledge that I don't have any jokes this week. Not not really jokes, per se. Yeah? Actually, I kind of lost my jokes. But what I do have are some uh, some, some funny quotes. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, uh, we're good. Mitch, we can go into quotes. Mitch Hedberg said, "I'm sick of following my dreams, man. I'm just going to ask where they're going to where they're go- where they're going, and I'll hook up with them later." Yeah, that would be nice if it worked that way. Yeah, follow your dreams, follow your dreams. It's like, nah, I'll meet you over there, uh, gentlemen. You can't fight here. This is a war room. Nah, <laughs> it's a little ironic. Quote by uh, by President Merkin Muff- Muffley. Played by Peter Sellers and Doctor Strangelove. Hmm. You can't fight in the war room. Uh, my mother always used to say, "The older you get, the better you get, unless you're a banana." That's Betty true. Will. Matter of fact, Sarah, that reminds me. There's three items on the kitchen counter I need to check on later. Okay, sounds good. By hey, the way, you if think- you ever have a fruit juicer, I'm telling you right now, bananas don't go in that thing. Neither do Krispy Kreme donuts. Oh, nice bummer. try. Bummer. I tried. Bummer. <laughs> yeah. Bananas will clog um, it up. You'll spend weeks cleaning it. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, Halloween is the beginning of the holiday shopping season. That's for women. Okay. The beginning of the holiday season, shopping season for men Christmas Eve. is Christmas Eve. Right, yeah. yeah. Actually, I would kind of amend that, honestly, because there's some women that actually begin in July or August. Oh, yeah. And oh, I, I kid believe you not. It. I've known people that do that, and that's cool. And then there's Frankenmuth. Oh, Frankenstein, yes. what? Frankenmuth. Franken where you go to get all of You've the... You've been to Frankenmuth. All of the ornaments <laughs> of you have. could ever possibly want. Where For it's, honors. It's Christmas time, all year round. Last yes. time I was to Frankenmuth was my with my fiancé, Elvie, and good good times oh, head nice yeah we, we took pictures it was nice there was a, a guy in our church his name was oscar stewart and uh he took my parents to a really nice fancy sit-down restaurant in frankenmuth and this is one of those restaurants it was so fancy that they had a piano player in the in the dining room and oscar was kind of he was kind of uh let's just say his his gravy was right up there with mine let's say um he he was a little bit impromptu touched in the head lovely he'd give anybody the shirt the shoes off his back but he was he was a funny guy he was a character so they all sit down to eat the piano players in the background of course frankenmuth is a german town there's a lot of people that speak german there a lot of people that don't such was that case that day in the dining room they were all tourists sitting down ready to eat at the i think it was the bavarian inn or something i don't remember oscar stewart stands up at his table and starts singing along gibberish to the piano player trying to make everybody think he's singing german (laughs) real loud boisterous operatic style using hand gestures when he got done he got a standing ovation oh oh my gosh (laughs) my dad was like he was like "I, i just i couldn't believe it i was i was just gasping i could not believe it so that was the kind of and i've always thought if i ever take sarah to the Bavarian Inn in Frankenmuth. 
I might see if I can pull that off. Yeah, I think Seth could actually pull it off better. See, I, I, I pulled, took a I pulled something like that, that off one time. Seth's uh, not an extrovert enough to do something like that. But he took a couple of courses of German English. Yes, he language. did. But, but yeah. Anyway, you tried something like that, Jim? Yes, he did, sir. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm du, kind of. Du like tot, wie eine Maus. Uh, yeah, I, I was out with some friends years and years and years back. Uh-huh. Uh And I was at a Pizza Hut. Ah. And I don't remember the circumstances or how I got to this point in the conversation, but ended up. The manager, I think it was because a manager had come to the table, and I ended up getting dared or something to start singing Edelweiss. Ah. Okay. And in the middle of a Pizza Hut, I started singing Edelweiss. And the manager <laughs> joined in. Really? Wow. And, so, and so the two of us are doing a duet um, in the middle of the Pizza Hut singing Edelweiss. It was... It was it was a it was a moment. Refresh my yeah, memory. Yeah. What is Edelweiss? Edelweiss is the okay. Those are the words. What is okay. it? What, what's it's it? a song. Isn't it the national song of Austria or something like that? Or yes. Okay. And it was featured prominently in the Sound of uh, Music. The Sound of Music. Ah, okay. Yes. Gotcha. And and Edelweiss is a little flower. It's like about their national flower. Well, I. Uh, I'm sure he's, yeah, okay, a flower. I will have to look that up and see if I can see what an Edelweiss looks like. Yes. It's actually so. spelled E-D-I-L or something. Oh, okay. W- das ist die German spelling. Oh, well, excuse me, I'm sorry. Speaking of Germans, <laughs> I got to tell you what I've been watching lately. Uh-oh. Yes, tell me about it. Hitler <laughs> Hunters. I think that's what it's called. It's on I'm Prime, or maybe it's Hunt for Hitler about the evidence that there is that Hitler did not commit suicide in Berlin, actually got on a, a plane and was able to make it to Spain, either Spain or Norway, there's evidence going both ways, and then took a submarine to Argentina. Very, very interesting show. And when the game was up in Argentina, he they yeah. had literally dug tunnels through the mountainside so he could get into Chile. Yeah, and uh, that was when Eva Peron, well, not Eva Peron's husband, the yeah, the president Juan, Juan Peron, yes, uh, no no relation to Juan Valdez, but no. uh, uh, or Juan Smith. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> I don't know who Juan Smith is. I imagine there's a lot of Juan Smiths. So I have no clue. Anyway, uh, but anyway, it's a good show. Pretty interesting. Pretty compelling evidence with stuff that went on. Even some of the uh, evidence indicates that the Germans. We're trying to start the Fourth Reich in the Argentina and Chile area, and even were in the process of developing a nuclear bomb. And they they found maps of Manhattan with a radius circle around it showing where they intended to bomb Manhattan. This was all after World War II. Well, yeah, and this so. was, they, what was it, they also found the cooling water for the reactors? Yeah, for the reactors. Well, they found where they were making it. They were looking for it last episode where we were trying to see if any of that cooling water still existed. So they don't know where exactly it's at. They were searching... H2O2. H2O2? Okay, the fact H2O2. that you know that is What's a little disconcerting. Heavy water. Heavy water, yes. Yeah. I knew it yeah. was dense or something like that. So, anyway, a good show. That's what I've been watching. We also watch a little bit of Arrows on... Uh, was that Air- Netflix Arrow. or Prime? Arrow. It's, oh, it's the, on gr- the Green Arrow? Green Arrow. Yeah, that one. That one. Yes. 
It's a little I've bit seen, too dark for I've, me, but I, I'll I've watch I've seen it a little Sarah. bit of that. I've seen a little bit of that here and there, but not recently. Um, what I did see, I thought was pretty cool, though. Yeah, that's for the most part. Because they kind of were, they were kind of making him go like a, almost a Batman direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I understand. Yeah, I could see yeah. that. An Irish Batman, maybe. No, Interesting. I don't know. No, so. hey. that would be an English Batman, right? Well, his last name is donkey. Queen. Sorry, souped up donkey. Hmm, got the mm. new nickname for Jim next week. Okay. <laughs> no. Hey, you kids, get away from that burrow. <laughs> okay. Oh. So, Jim, do you have any more quotes for us? Uh, actually, you were talking about clothes or something earlier. Okay. Uh, Mark Twain once said that clothes really do make the man naked people have little or no influence in society. Yes, this is true. And, of course, I don't know that from firsthand experience, but uh, I, I, I take somebody's word for it. Will Ferrell had a quote that uh, it probably probably describes Sarah today, um, particularly with regards to some of your frustrations. Will Ferrell said, before you marry a person, you should first make them use a computer with slow internet to see who they really are. See, here's the problem. Through <laughs> Sarah knows who I am through my computer use, but it's not through slow internet. It's through slow people that I have to work with every day. Some, not, 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 not all of them. Slow people. Yeah, okay. slow people. Oh, okay, okay. No, okay. people who are unclear Jason, on the concept. It's okay. just a joke. Yeah, well, and and not everybody, but I, I send out when when I get to a certain stage with certain people that I work with, I send out a list of twelve things they need to do, and they're supposed to do it within twenty four hours. 72 hours later, I get an email saying, um, what do I do when I get to this part? And I'm like, read step number five. It tells you, you know. So, And this next quote is for Jason, aimed at Sarah. Oh, you're so He's thoughtful. He's like trying to start a fight by, tonight. By, by Rita Radner, it says, uh, I love being married. It's so great to find that one special person you want to annoy for the rest of your life. <laughs> I love I it, I don't Jim. think that's true in our case. <laughs> It's, it, it's not true, but it is funny. It is, I'll true. tell you what. In all fairness, when Sarah and I, if one of us annoys the other one, it is purely intentional. And like, I, I think I frustrated Sarah a little bit yesterday morning, just a little bit. I won't go into detail, honey. Okay. But I beat my. I could tell she was frustrated over it, and I beat myself up over it. <laughs> I did. She will tell you that's true. And she she kind of does the same thing if she frustrates me and she can tell. You know, and so we we give each other grace. She knows that she doesn't have to punish me because I'm punishing myself enough and vice versa. I think there's and there's grace that goes along with this with that. And I think that's what makes our relationship one of the ways that it makes it so sweet, honey. Yes. Well, well, in all fairness, the next two, I think, need to be aimed at me. Okay. Uh, one, <laughs> okay, yeah. One from Bill Murray on Groundhog Day uh, says, Ned, I would love to stand here and talk to talk with you, but I'm not going to. It's a good quote. Yeah. Uh, the other one by Irma Bombex. Oh, <laughs> I love that. This, 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 this could apply to Jim. When, when your mother, or Jim, uh, asks, do you want a piece of advice? It's a mere formality. It doesn't matter yeah. if you answer yes or no. You're going, going to, to get, get it, it anyways. Right. Yes. Yep. Oh, uh, speaking of your mother, Jim, I want to clarify right now. I was joking about the Waze app and your mother. I know your mother doesn't speed. 
you know, what little comment I made earlier. Oh, oh I didn't even. Well, I didn't want your mom to think because I know she's listening that that I was insulting her under the table. If, the way the what what is the Waze app? Oh, that's the app that gives you the. It's a navigation app, but it tells you where the police are up ahead. But you know what? Google does that now. Somebody told me really? something about that, but I didn't. Yeah, Google it Maps. Out. It's like there's a speed trap ahead, and then it gives you the opportunity to verify whether that yeah Waze, is still true. It sounds like they took some technology from Waze on that. So either yeah. way, either way, it's a great app, both of them. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So okay, continue on with your um, quotes, whoever they might be directed at. <laughs> uh, Phyllis Diller. Uh, I'll, I'll take this one for me, too. It's, uh, Phyllis Diller says, I want my children to have all the things I couldn't afford, and then then I want to move in with them. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the American dream right there. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Then they get to play the electricity for or two, right? <laughs> yep. Okay. Speaking, uh, uh, here's one. Uh, Ellen, Ellen Degenerate, I mean Degenerous. Degenerous, yes. Um, <laughs> n- uh, never follow anyone else's path unless you're in the woods and you're lost and you see a path and by all means follow that path right hmm yes. okay uh, should we go on or do yeah, you go wanna, ahead go ahead go ahead uh oh that's the same one um don't do that one <laughs> um i'm not superstitious but i am a little stitious oh i get it <laughs> yeah from uh, steve carell in the office um, I walk around like everything's fine, but deep down inside my shoe, my sock is sliding off. Oh. Yeah. Been there. <laughs> I might have that tattooed. Yeah. <laughs> it turned into a tattoo. That sounds like me. Yeah, um, I know you wouldn't get a tattoo, though. I think I know no, you enough. If, if, if I ever got a tattoo, and this is the ongoing joke I tell all my friends, is that if I ever got a tattoo, uh-huh. it would be of Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> and, and remember when he had that, that, that bouquet of flowers? behind his back and he's doing yeah. that little thing where he's rocking heel to toe heel to toe right yeah. uh-huh. well i would get i would have one like that only instead of a bouquet of flowers it'd be like one of those gigantic harp seal killing clubs okay. and then the caption around it would read where do you want to take it <laughs> okay we're just gonna take this as a <laughs> you let me hum- you let me stay in the hundred acre wood with all of my woodland friends and be winnie the pooh and everything's fine you make me go somewhere else well that's door number two and door number three is a i'm just gonna go get some popcorn i'll yeah. be right back <laughs> yeah door number three is the prize car yeah <laughs> Just. Door number door number three is is access to another another universe where we are not here. Okay, moving right along. Yeah, Jim. moving right along. Um, I used to sell furniture for a living. The trouble was it was it was it was my own. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's nothing wrong when with uh, with you when you have an expensive operation. Wait, what is it? Ha. Ah. Uh, there's nothing wrong with you that an expensive operation can't prolong. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's from Monty the, I'll Python's tell you what. The sense. more that I have dealt with the medical um, profession. profession and facilities and establishments and organizations in the past few years, the more I am convinced it is the biggest racket, bigger than organized crime, I, I well, think, y- in my personal opinion. Y- you know what? I, a necessary evil. Yes, go ahead. 
because this is this is like worthwhile information, and it's some of it's gotten out, and some people know about this now, but some people don't. Um, years and years no. and years back, I used to get these these, these sinus infections, uh-huh. like every single year, maybe a couple times a year, and I knew that I could go into the doctors and uh, and and he'd set me up with amoxicillin and knock it out, and I was fine. So I'm like. Okay, I, I waited as long as I felt like I felt like waiting on that, and fine, let's go, let's get this taken care of. I go in, I get some amoxicillin, and in about seven days, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple weeks later, I come down sick again. Really? And and my thought was, well, um, maybe maybe my immune system just needs to fight it out. Okay, you know, gain some antibodies. Let's let's do it. So I I, I played with that for another couple of weeks. Waited about three weeks, and I go, okay, that's enough of that nonsense. Let's get in there and let's get this taken care of. I went on like this for six months. Huh. Six Six months. And back and forth and back and forth, I went to the doctors. And I went in the last time, and he tells me, well, listen, we're going to go this other route. We're going to give you... Uh, methyl, methylprednisolone dose pack, which is a, a steroid anti-inflammatory dose pack. Um, and he says, but if this don't do it, he says, I'm going to have to send you to a specialist. I don't know what to do with you. And I, I'm like, okay, well, let's hope that this works. Same thing ended up happening. And I'm thinking, before I go back to this doctor, do I really want to go to a specialist who's bound and determined he's going to find my... Um, your issues. He's going to find my my issues, my my symptoms in the narrow bandwidth of his expertise. Right. And it, okay, and then get myself jammed into his process that now I'm not supposed to exit from. Right, an endless loop. I was just going to say an that. Endle- and I'm like, I'm not doing this. Reminds me of when my so, sister used to sing in the shower. It just went on way too long. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh no! Yeah, you're gonna have fun at the at the dinner table on Thanksgiving. That's another story. Um, (laughs) Well, so I decided I'm not going to do that, and I went to a health food store, and I got really, really lucky because, as it turns out, the health food store that I went to near my house, the 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 owner actually taught at the local college. Okay. Oh. And and he taught and he taught this stuff. So, you know, I told him what was going on. I told him all the things that I just told you. And he says, well, this is what's going on with you. He says, uh, down through your digestive tract, you have a bacteria pack. Okay. And nothing to be alarmed about. We all have it, and it's, a, and it's good. And when that bacteria pack, it, it's beneficial bacteria, when that's properly properly colonized, um, it, it impacts everything in your body. It impacts uh it, it impacts how you digest your food. It impacts your immune system, which we were primarily focused on. It, it impacts and, and your brain chemistry. There's so many things um, that this impacts. But he says, uh, so this is what we're going to do. We're going to set you up with some acidophilus lactobacilli. It's the friendly bacteria. We're going to recolonize your, your, your gut here because what's happened is you've taken all of these broad scope antibiotics and they kill the good, the bad, and the ugly. They, they are everything, not laser man. guided. They do not know the difference between the good guys and the bad guys. And so they kill everything. So now your system is absolutely stripped. Makes sense. And now you're vulnerable to the next, the very next thing you come in contact with. 
And if you eat too much sweets or don't get enough sleep, well, now you've just compounded your issues um, because the sweets will actually uh, will benefit the bad flora mm-hmm. that's running in competition with the good flora. So he says, this is what we're going to do. Come on in. We're going to get you some acidophilus. We're going to get you some echinacea. And there's this other stuff called the wellness formula that had a bunch of different herbs in it that helped balance you out at the change of seasons. So, Jim, in a nutshell, let me ask you. In a nutshell. Yeah. This, no, no, no. That's, we're, we're there. Oh, okay. Um, we're, we're there anyways. Uh, I got better in about the same amount of time as I did with the antibiotics. Oh, okay. And more naturally, I assume, Yes, the difference was he hit the nail on the head because I didn't get sick again for a year and a half. Wow. Wow. So when you tell me that you have a, a level of suspicion about what the med- medical, the, the Western medical establishment, I share that with you. Right. Um, I, I, I think we need to be intelligent about it. If you've got a broken limb, you don't need to go to the um, the, the health food store. By all right, means, yeah. go to the ER. If you've got something that makes sense to go to the, the Western Medical Establishment, by all means, do it. I can just see but, you going in with a broken arm and a guy behind the counter, oh, you need more fiber. <laughs> yeah, you need more fiber in your diet. Right. You sure yeah, do, that, yes. Yeah. No. Yeah, use your, use your head about it. But there's stuff like this. And, and since that time, that was like 25 years ago that happened. Since that time, the whole conversation about probiotics has just absolutely exploded. I saw one article where it said um, that scientists have found a new organ in the body. Well, they, huh? when you read the article, you realized they didn't literally mean a new organ. Okay. But they were coming to terms with the fact that this bacteria pack that goes all the way through your digestive system is so important to your well-being, your brain chemistry, your digestion, your, your immune system, and so many other systems in your body, um, that it might as well be a whole other organ. It's that important. Interesting. Hmm. Well, I'm impressed. Jim, yeah. you win the rubber chicken. You, you, it, you, it, yeah. Good grief, yes. There you go. So, um, But something, it, yeah. something worth, worth our, our listeners looking up, doing their, obviously, do mm-hmm. your own study. You're right. Something be responsible. Say all the you time. Got, you got to be responsible for, for, for doing your due diligence on this stuff. But by all means, check it out. Right. And and and, and with the concerns that everybody has right now. Yep. Not a bad idea. Not a bad idea. I want to add to that. I listened to a podcast today. A guy talking about stop the virus, and he wasn't talking about the coronavirus. He was talking about the proverbial virus. Of fear, fear, yes. Please and, and thank you. Yeah, if it wasn't for that, uh, you'd be able to walk in the store and buy a bottle of bleach, buy a hand sanitizer, buy toilet paper, toilet paper, ramen noodles, or whatever the case may be. These things all year round, up until a couple of weeks ago, you could walk in and they would never be out of this stuff. Never. Nobody buys that much ramen noodles. Nobody buys that much bleach. Uh, well. Uh, in general, some people do. So, and, and I say that because I just had a flashback of 25 years ago stocking Walmart shelves with bleach. And um, I'd fill up the shelves, come back out to fill up the toilet paper, and the bleach was gone already. Whoa. So, yeah. I mean, it did happen, but for obviously different reasons um, than what we have now. But stopping the virus of fear. and um, Absolutely. 
I think we have to balance our fear. Uh, well, for, I don't like that word, fear. We're As Christians, we're not well, supposed there, to live in fear. If, if you'll permit me to be a little bit biblical. Caution. Yeah. Um, the the Bible says, there's, and these are bookends to, I think, good good bookend Bible verses for this. Okay. On the one hand, the, the scriptures tell us that God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of love. Right. And of power. And of a sound mind. On the other hand, the other bookend... Jim, two out of the, three ain't bad for you. No, I'm just kidding. What's that? <laughs> two out of three ain't bad for you. Right. I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey, but, uh, wait a minute. Other, <laughs> just but, but, on the other, but on the other end of it is that uh, my people perish for a lack of knowledge. Right. And so somewhere, somewhere in between these two bookends... I think if we let those be like guiding principles that, that we're we're in between the lines of these, I think we're okay. Yeah, but the problem is, we've all got to do that. Yes, we've we've yes. all got to be a part of that. Now, I'm, <clears throat> I'm still fighting a little bit of a cold, but I don't have the fever. Uh, I don't think that's what you know. Uh, just a little bit of a. It's not even the flu. Just a little bit of a cold. But I don't want to go into Walmart and or any other store and just give a slight cough because of the stigma that is attached like to everybody that. Everybody hits the ground like yeah, like somebody just said, <laughs> he's got a gun! Right. Was, uh, somebody made a joke the other day. They were sitting at their laptop. They sneezed, and their computer started running the antivirus automatically. So. Oh, no. Yeah, I don't think that happened. That was a well, joke. Well, I mean, it's like, well, who was it when Fezzik says, everybody move in the Princess Bride. Right. Automatically, people Just, make it. Right, right. But, uh, yeah, there, but there's a lot of fear going on right now. I, I know our church, there's a lot of churches that aren't having services. And that's, well, I should say, they're not having services or they're not having traditional services. They're streaming online. They're... Uh, I I got a good friend. He's a listener to this show on occasion. Him and his wife are regular contributors on our Facebook page. They reached out to me this week and said, we're going to do a drive-through service where you pull up like a movie theater, and I need an FM transmitter that will transmit to car radios. And uh, so I did a little research and pointed them in the right direction. They did that. They, uh, it's interesting to note they put a uh, offering plate on a pole on the way out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to think outside the box. No pun intended. Right. Um, but I, I think we're going to see more churches go the non-traditional route, um, at least for a while. At least for a while. Um, I stayed home this morning because I woke up with a bit of a headache and feeling a little bit uh, achy and drowsy. I feel fine now, uh, but I didn't want to. I didn't want to scare other people at church. You know, at the same time. So I went to my computer, and uh, Sarah will vouch for me. I tried to pull up our YouTube. <laughs> st- I started to say scream, stream. Uh, wasn't able to pull it up. I want to get with our um, our leader on that later and see what happened. Um, could have been anything, but I think more ter- churches are going to be doing that. Uh, as Christians, we should show love and not um, influence well, fear. Not, well, influence fear, yes, but also not criticize those who decide to go to church or those who decide to stay home. So it's just what's best for you. Um, and I think it just not only applies to church, but any kind of function or gathering as well. As, you know, Which brings up another thing. Uh, we've only got a few minutes left, but um, the governors across the country that are shutting things down. 
Um, I got mixed feelings about that, and I could go on and on about that, but like I said, we do have just a few minutes left. Yeah. Under normal circumstances, what they're doing is totally unconstitutional. The question is, what is constitutional about it now, even though we don't have normal circumstances? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, There's nothing in the Constitution that says all these are, you know, the Bill of Rights, these are your rights unless, here's the exempt clause. We don't have that. (laughs) There's not an if-then programming loop. Well, considering they didn't have doctors who knew about germ warfare back then. Well, that's true, but our 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 um, constitution is not a living document. It, it's it's not. It living means that it can change with the times. It's not a living document. It's, it hasn't been changed. I don't believe since prohibition uh, was repealed as an amendment, um, and that was what nineteen twenty three. Yeah, that was. That, yeah, that was back in the twenties. So almost a hundred years ago, since our constitution was changed, and. It didn't. I, some might argue that that changed with the times because of the times. Yeah, that's neither here nor there. I worry. Now, here's the right way to do it. The governor says, okay, this is what's happening. These are our recommendations. We're not ordering this. We're asking you to abide by that. By that. And, and let the people, this is a government of the people, for the people, by the people, make that decision. If you trust us to vote for you, trust us to go by a little bit of common sense in a time like this. Because if you throw all that out the window, then we're really not America anymore. Well, That's that's my I, personal take on it. And I, I think when, if, and as we ever get to that point, that will be, um, you know, to give you a bullet for your gun, if we ever get to that point, that will be why we stop being America. Because somebody has said, hey, for public safety, we need to X, whatever X happens to be. And are we uh, on the verge of that right now? Is this the beginning well, of the end? I, I, I look at it and I see that since the, the we, we, had, we had people that were, um, uh, that, that were, didn't react this way to past pandemics, even though past pandemics actually had bigger body counts. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and so the only difference the only difference is, is, okay, granted, this one may or may not be um, more contagious because it's, it's a novel virus. Um, but uh, it, which may be that we're more likely to catch it because we don't have defenses against it. But when you look at the actual mortality rates... They they track with the demographics of people that are immunocompromised or the elderly. Okay, fine. So let's stay away from the older folks. Let's find ways to take care of them that don't don't put sure. them at risk by all means. But um, I, the, the the thing that troubles me is is that we've gotten so jacked up on this fear, and I think fear is the virus here. Yeah. Um. That what happens when we have a real pandemic? Yeah. That we need to take uh, more seriously. Um, a friend of mine just put here, and I'm going to let him remain nameless, uh, that uh, COVID-19 may be bio-warfare. Uh, China was the first country to be, with, uh, to be with the virus. It came from them in the, process, it's, in the processes of its pro, uh, quarantine protocol. If shutdown 
it shut down almost the world economy as almost everything in our house comes from China. Uh, China has now fully recovered, now the first country to make a rebound, gaining the position, the, uh, the power of economic production. In one of its views, I can no longer find it. They are back to creating rockets. Well, Jim, uh, um, we are out of time now. All um, right. And I hope we haven't contributed to any fear spreading. As them Yankees call it, um, no, but anyway, I, I think we've called for some common sense. Yeah, there, that's right? what no. that's it in a nutshell. Anyway, uh, this is the Biscuits and Gravy Show. You can check us out at our fantastic website dot com. Don't forget to get yourself a McDonald's. Use the drive-through. Um, you all have a great evening. Don't forget to tip your server, your DoorDash driver in this case, or your Uber Eats driver. Make a friend this week, um, virtual friend. Boy, these are changing. Keep your Keep your Lamber alerts. Keep your Amber alerts alerts on. Oh, Jim, I stole your thunder. You go ahead. Please turn on your Amber alerts. The life you save may be someone that you know and care for. It could be me. You might find me under the couch. Spend time with your kids, even if it's virtually, across the country, across the room, whatever. And, uh, Sarah? Make sure your kids get your homework done. Yeah. (laughs) Because we're all doing it virtually now. Seth! Y'all have a great evening. Come tune in next time right here on the Biscuits and Gravy Show. Oh, 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 oh.